Hi, welcome to the I Hate Reading Podcast, the show where I read out loud, not because I want to, but because I have to. I hate reading because I can't stand the sound of silence. I'm not good at reading, but I'm great at talking. So, let's get started. Let's finish chapter one of Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories. All right, I'm recording. Here's a little idea I have. I'm having trouble reading through this Kingdom Hearts book because I hate silence. So what if I read the book aloud? So here is Kingdom Hearts, the novel. It's fucking heavy. Okay, this is page. There's no page number because it's a special page. One fifteen. All right, it has little sections about each person. I just want to see if this works. Riku, Sora's friend on Destiny Island. A year older, he has a cooler, more mature outlook. To stop the darkness from consuming the worlds, he helped King Mickey close the door from the inside. Axel, number eight in the so-called organization. He's always acting mysteriously, but with a breezy sort of attitude. Larkseen. Number 12, and the only female member of the organization. She has a cruel streak and an unpredictable manner. Not necessarily true, because Xion is also in the organization. Vexen, number 4 in the organization, and the oldest known member. Usually cool and collected, but quick to fly off the handle. Sora, a 14-year-old boy who lived on Destiny Island, is now a Keyblade wielder. With a strong sense of right and wrong, Yo, he's always poking his head out into things that seem unjust to him. He traveled through the worlds of Disney with Donald and Goofy, and then restored the worlds to normal. But had to leave his best friend Riku and King Mickey on the other side of the door to darkness. Their journey continues as they search for Riku and the King once again. Donald Duck, the royal magician of Disney Castle. He, Sora, and Goofy save the worlds, and then must continue their quest to find the king, who remained on the other side of the door to darkness. He's a good guy, and quick to take action, but hot-headed and stubborn. Goofy, the captain of the knights at Disney Castle, easygoing but sturdy and kind-hearted. He fights only with a shield rather than a weapon designed to hurt. On the quest with Donald and Sora to find the king, he sometimes mediates when the other two clash. Jiminy Cricket, a polite little gentleman cricket, acting as chronicler for the trio's journey. Here is a little excerpt before the big story. I liked to draw pictures, drawing on the bright white sketchbook pages. Maybe they were worlds from fairy tales or friends I had yet to meet. Everything in my world, I can only draw things from dreams. Dreams that will never come true, or dreams that might come true. These are that person's dreams, or are they mine? Page 113. Prologue. Fresh start. A simple path stretched on through the grassy field as far as they could see. Well, now what do we do, said Donald, looking back at Sora. We gotta find Riku and King Mickey, Sora replied. Donald sighed. But, uh, do we start looking at the door to the light? I don't know, but the three looked at one another, and each heaved a sigh. 
A brown dog crossed the path in front of them, wagging his tail. Pluto, Donald exclaimed. It's the king's dog Pluto, who had been missing for a while, until now. Hey Pluto, where you been? Goofy ran up to him. Pluto stood there, tail wagging, and they saw that there was a letter in his mouth. Is that? It's the king's seal, Donald rushed to Pluto, too. Hey wait, Sora ran after Pluto. So did Donald and Goofy. As they chased Pluto, their laughter rang out over the plains. A dream? Sora, wake up! Relieved to see Donald and Goofy snoring softly beside him. So it was a dream that they were running across the field, running across the grassy plain chasing Pluto. A big round moon was looking down at him. I wonder what Kyrie and Riku are doing. Sora sat up and walked through the dewy grass. Will we really be able to find Riku and King Mickey? He stood at the crossroads. They hadn't been able to decide which way to take, so they had settled down to sleep right there. If the paths just kept on going, they wouldn't want to take the wrong one. And where did these paths come from? And where could they lead? Sora looked at each other. Sora stood, looked at each of the three other roads in turn. Along the road lies something you need. A voice spoke suddenly. Sora turned, but no one was there. Only the grass rustling in the night breeze. Who's there? Sora looked all around, and then saw someone standing behind him. The man wore a black cloak with a hood hiding his face. Sora couldn't see his expression. However, in order to claim it, you must lose something that is dear to you. Sora stared hard at the dark figure, but the man vanished as if he simply melded into the night. Chapter 1, Traverse Town Deep within the castle, amid those shining blue walls, the plan proceeded, slow and steady, light and darkness, two heroes above and below, the organization and the plan. Things lost and things gained, the future in drawings on white sketchbook pages. I wonder if I'll get to meet them, murmured a flaxen-haired girl in a white dress. She sat in a birdcage. Are you sure it wasn't a dream? asked Donald, rubbing his eyes after Sora poked him awake with the sunrise. No, it wasn't. And he said there's something on the road ahead. Who did? The man did, Sora replied, losing his confidence a bit. Maybe it had been a dream after all. Goofy looked at Donald and then Sora. What sort of fellow was he? The man in a black cloak with his hood. He looked a lot like the guy we saw in Hollow Bastion. But I don't know if he's the same person. Neither do I, Sora. Sora hadn't realized it at the time. But whomever he met last night really did have a lot in common with the man who said such strange things to them in Hollow Bastion. He's talking about the hidden secret movie that was added to Kingdom Hearts 1. There's a secret boss battle. He dashed toward the crossroads or meant to. Last night there had definitely been an intersection, but now there was only one long path. Goofy followed him. Gorsh. Weren't there two paths meeting here? He said, staring down the path. Donald frowned. Is it some kind of trap? But what do you think we should do about it? said Sora. Donald folded his arms. Well, if your dream wasn't a dream after all, it wasn't. Sora was only getting more uncertain whether he'd seen the man or dreamed it. But the man had said that something he needed was ahead. Okay, then let's go. Donald started moving. That's what I think too. Donald broke out into a run, as if to give Sora a chase. Hey, wait up, Donald. The three of them had the same feeling, a premonition that something was about to begin. Far, far through the green grass, the path came to an end at a towering castle. The sky had been clear and blue all this time. But here, it surrounded the castle with an unbelievably ominous color. Gorsh, 
Goofy stared up at the castle. That's a pretty big castle, said Donald. It's even bigger than Hollow Bastion, said Sora, naming the other towering castle they'd been to not too long ago. That needs a fucking comma. Hollow Bastion was big, but it looks like we've gotten lost in here, Goofy remarked. Beside him, Sora took a step closer, looking up. It really was an enormous castle. Its green spires struck out horizontally as well as vertically, and it gave him such a strange feeling. What could it mean? Sora, is something wrong? asked Donald, after Sora had been staring a while. Nothing. Come on. Let's go. Let's go check it out. They opened the huge gate and walked inside. Wow, Goofy exclaimed. This place sure is something. They were in a room, like a spacious hall with walls and white marble gleaming so bright it was dazzling. Flowers carved on the same white marble were set here and there. There's nobody here, said Donald, glancing all around. There's no sign of anyone in the hall, not a trace of life anywhere. The place was so empty it felt cold, inorganic. At the end of the hall there was a flight of stairs and a door. Do you think it was okay to barge in? Goofy worried. But we gotta, Donald muttered. If we're gonna find the king. The king? King Mickey's here. Sora turned. Well, I don't know for sure, said Donald. Something just told me he'd be here. Okay? Aw, shucks. Goofy's shoulders drooped. But now that you mention it, I was kind of thinking the same thing. You too, Goofy, said Sora. So was I. A strange feeling he'd had before they walked into the castle. It was a hunch that they might meet someone here. One look at the castle, and I just knew. Our very best friends. They're here. Sora stared up at the door atop the stairs. Maybe. No. Definitely. They'd find their friends. He was sure of it. A yuck. Great minds think alike, huh? Goofy said cheerfully. Jiminy Cricket jumped out of Sora's pocket. Wait, hold on. It can't just be a coincidence. Oh no, Jimmy. Donna Water closer. You don't mean... Yep, I had the exact same feeling. Sora and Donald both looked at Jimmy. Gorsh. Maybe it's contagious, said Goofy. Donald jumped and folded his arm, looking serious. Something's screwy. We gotta take a look. I think you're right. Jimmy returned to Sora's pocket. All four of them having the same feeling. Even if it was just a hunch. What could it mean that they all felt the same hunch? Okay, let's go, Sora decided and started walking toward the door. Huh? Donald ran after him as if it might stop him. Where are you going? That way. To the door. Are you scared? Ah, uh, don't be ridiculous, Donald retorted and dashed ahead of him. Then stood in front of the door, looking back at the other two. Come on, Goofy. Goofy looked at Donald standing at the top of the stairs, eagerly waving his wand. And then he headed back toward the castle entrance. Well, we gotta shut the door behind us. And just then, Sora, Goofy yelped. And Sora turned. There at the entrance was the man in the black cloak. Who are you? Sora raised his keyblade. But the man disappeared as if to tease them. Where are you? Sora's shout echoed through the hall. And then in reply to his shouting, the same figure reappeared in front of the stairs. Hey, who are you? The man only stood there with his arms folded, unmoving. He's gotta be a heartless. Let's see how he likes my magic, Donald waved his wand. Firaga. But the wand was silent. Quack. Sora turned to see Donald with his head cocked, staring hard at his wand. What's the matter, Donald? Vairaga, Blizzraga, Thundraga. Donald waved his wand furiously, as if he might shake something out of it. Nothing came forth. What's going on? My magic isn't working. He kept on waving the wand around. I should think this is obvious, said the cloaked man. The moment you set foot in this castle, you forgot every spell and every ability you ever knew. What's that mean? shouted Sora. Beneath his hood, the man smiled a little. 
In this place, to find is to lose, and to lose is to find. That is the way of Castle Oblivion. Castle Oblivion? Yes. The man's voice turned mysteriously kind. Here, you will meet people you have known in the past, and you will meet people you miss. Riku? You mean Riku's here? Sora demanded. And the king asked Donald, Do you want to find them? Of course we do, yelled Goofy. If that is what you want. With those words, the man walked through them, straight through their bodies. It was a strange sensation, being passed through. Sora grabbed his chest, and yet, it was something he'd felt before, somewhere. I just touched your memories, and I made this, to reunite with those you hold dear. This is what you will use. The man tossed something to Sora. It was a single card, illustrated with the picture of a place he knew. This is... It's Traverse Town, cried Donald and Goofy, both peering at the card in Sora's hand. It showed the familiar view of Traverse Town that they had seen from the gummy ship and the ocean between. That is the promise for reunion you seek. Hold the card aloft and the door will open. Let the cards be your guide. Guide? That was one page! God. My hands hurt from holding this fucking book. It's so goddamn heavy. How long have I been recording? 17 minutes. 17 minutes. Single page. Here we go. 118. Proceed, Sora. To lose and to claim anew. To cast anew only to lose. And then, with the foreboding statement, the man disappeared again. Come on, let's go. Sora climbed the stairs and stood before the door. I wonder if we'll really find them. Donald looked anxiously up at the door, tightly gripping his wand, which was currently no better than a stick. I guess we don't have much else to go on. Besides, what that feller told us, said Goofy. Right. Sora nodded. Let's go. He held up the card, and the door shone, as if it responded to it. They walked through. This is Traverse Town. Through the door, the first district of Traverse Town spread out before them. Goofy cocked his head. Maybe it was a card that transports you to this place in the picture. Cobblestone roads, the buildings made of wood and stone, street lamps shone done warmly. But there was no one in the square. I wonder where Aerith and Leon went. Donald looked all around. Didn't they all go back to Hollow Bastion? said Sora. Oh, right. Donald's shoulders fell. Anyway, this isn't really Traverse Town, right? We're still inside Castle Oblivion. A low voice spoke from behind Sora. Precisely the town you see is not real. It was an illusion created by your memories, embedded in that card. When they turned, it was the man in the hooded black cloak. You again! Goofy held out at the ready. What do you mean? It's made out of my memories, Sora demanded. I'll leave that to your imagination. In this castle, you can only move forward by using cards to open the doors. And you may stumble upon memories that were hidden, or people who are dear to you. The man vanished again. Hey, wait! Sora ran to where he had been standing. But not a trace remained. Memories that were hidden, huh? Said Goofy, tilting his head. Screwing up his face, Sora rejected the idea. I haven't lost any memories. Well, maybe not, Goofy agreed. What had that man been talking about? I guess we better keep going or we won't find anything. Uh-huh. They met a man in a black hooded cloak once before in Hollow Bastion. This is a long sentence. But they couldn't tell if that man and the one who was appearing and vanishing before their eyes, here in Castle Oblivion, was one and the same. Fucking add a period, please. There was one thing they were sure of. Men in black cloaks kept telling them confusing things. Lost memories, a place where to lose is to find, and to find is to lose. What was going to happen here in this castle? Walk. Heartless. 
The creatures that rose up on the ground were the Heartless, like creeping pitch-black shadows, the same as the ones they defeated in Traverse Town before. Whoa, the Heartless were rushing at them with their claws raised. But I can't fight if I can't use my magic, shouted Donald. Don't worry, leave it to us, Sora replied, and he and Goofy attacked. The Heartless that appeared in Traverse Town should be weak enough to take down with one blow, but a Heartless knocked Sora flat. Goofy charged with his shield up, but they knocked him back, too. Yipe. Aw, oh, come on. Fyraga, fire. The man had told him he'd forgotten his magic. But with his wand in his hand, Donald kept trying. Fire. Hey, it worked. A tiny little fireball leaped from his wand. Compared to what they had when they fought Ansem, they hardly counted his magic. But there it was. Sora got up, shouting, and swung the keyblade at them over and over. There, attacking with all his might, he'd finally taken out the Heartless. Gorsh. We really have lost our power, huh? Goofy said miserably. But I can use fire, said Donald, waving his wand. And I still got the keyblade, Sora added. You've got your shield too, right, Goofy? But Goofy stared at the shield in his hand. Goofy looked up at him. We've just gone back to where we started. You mean, like when we left our castle? Or maybe like when we first came to Traverse Town, said Sora. This feeling. The sense they had of fighting. It was like when they had first encountered the Heartless in this very town. Oh, maybe that's it, Goofy agreed. Three of us are still together, so we'll be fine, Sora grinned, and thumped Goofy's shoulder. You'd better be more careful, or the Heartless will make sure that you're not fine at all. In a familiar voice, they turned. It was a familiar voice. They turned. Leon, Donald shouted with a jump. Standing there was a man with a scar on his face, Leon. Sora ran closer to him. Leon, what are you doing in Castle Oblivion? Castle Oblivion? What are you talking about? This is Traverse Town. Um... But it's not really. Sora looked back at Donald and Goofy. How can I make this make sense? Anyway, how do you know my name? Who are you? Leon drew the gunblade from its place on his back. Behind Sora, Donald jumped up. What do you mean? Gorsh, that's not very nice, Leon. Goofy protested. I've never met the likes of you before, said Leon. Never met? Quit playing, Leon. Sora retorted. We all fought the Heartless together, you know that. They'd spoken so many times and Leon had helped him too. Look, I don't know what you're talking about, Leon said coldly. I don't even know your names. Goofy hung his head. You don't? Sorry. Leon folded his arms, looking down at them. Sora's shoulders fell, and he stared at the cobblestones. How could you just forget about us? I feel for you. But you've got the wrong guy. It happens all the time. Don't take it personally, Sora. Huh? At that, Sora looked up again. You do know his name, Donald jumped. Now, hold on. Leon frowned in confusion, as if he couldn't believe what he'd said. Why... Do I know your name? You think Leon's just kidding around? Goofy whispered to Donald. If he is, he's not very funny. Donald muttered back, peeved. Who's kidding around, Goofy? Said Leon. You and Donald are the ones who... Hey, Sora and his friends all jumped at once. Leon did know their names after all. That can't be right. Something's wrong with my memory. What's happening? As Leon was getting lost in thought, a cheerful voice spoke from behind him. I don't know, Leon. Maybe the Earth was on to something after all. It was Yuffie. She said she sensed some kind of uncanny power. Well, this is pretty uncanny. Maybe you should take Sora and his friends to see Aerith. Yuffie, you know my name, Sora ran up to her. Yep, looks like you know mine too. Yuffie turned to Leon, making her short black hair bounce and grinned. You know him? Nope, total stranger. She looked at Sora again. But I definitely know his name. It's strange, sure, but convenient. We could skip the introductions. How is that you can accept this situation so easily? Leon held his head as if it ached. 
Uh, well, I gotta run ahead and fill Aerith in, Leon. You can give them the grand tour, Yuffie smiled, teasing him a little. Leon sighed and put away his gun blade. Leon, Sora looked up at him nervously. I guess it's no use dwelling on it. Come on, follow me. He took a brisk pace deeper into the first district. The trio followed him. Are you taking us to the hotel in the second district? Sora asked. You even know that? Not really. Well, I didn't know exactly. I kind of guessed. He could have never forgot the first time he'd met Leon in Traverse Town. Not even if he wanted to. Leon totally kicked his butt that time. That gave him an idea. Oh, I know. Hey, Leon, Sora exclaimed. What? Maybe you'll remember if we fight. Leon turned and looked at him hard. So Sora brandished his keyblade. You want to fight me, said Leon skeptically. Us too. Goofy held his shield ready and Donald with his wand. Can you guys just watch this one? Sora told them. The first time I saw Leon, I fought him on my own. Oh yeah, because you hadn't met us yet. Donald and Goofy moved back, opening a space for them to fight. Are you serious? I don't think this will be as that much of a fight. Leon drew the gunblade again, still looking doubtful. We won't know until we try, right? Sora grinned and took a lower stance, aiming the end of the keyblade at him. All right, have it your way. Have you won this fight in your memory, by the way? Well, you did, but I don't know about now. Here I come. Sora jumped up, and when he attacked with all his might, Leon easily deflected it. Shouldn't you just quit while you can? There's no way you can beat me. You know that. You don't know that. Sora adjusted his stance and jumped again this time, though Leon's gunblade blew him away. Yeah, <laughs> grunt, don't be so reckless. You get the picture by now, don't you? Leon put away the gunblade. Sora, are you okay? Goofy ran to Sora and helped him up. That wasn't nice, Leon. Donald shook his wand at him. I only did what he asked, Leon replied. I don't know how strong you guys might be, but you don't really know how to fight. We just forgot, that's all, Donald stamped his feet. Forgot? How do you forget something like that? Um, well, that is... Stuck for an answer, Donald cocked his head. Anyway, let's go see Aerith. We can talk more there. With that, Leon turned and kept walking. It was a room in the second district hotel. The very same room where Leon and Yuffie had first told Sora about the Heartless. I brought them, Leon announced. I'm going to talk to you guys. I'm going to read this later. I, I think when I get home from work, I'll read the rest. This is a good test, though. All right. Bye. I'm back. <clears throat> I've decided that um, I'm going to turn this into a real show. It's been a couple of hours and I've decided, you know what, fuck it, this is a great idea for a show. I'm going to do it. I don't know how much I'm going to do this or when I'm going to release it, but this is its own show. And I googled it and I could not find a show with this name. So this is the show now. Welcome back. Yuffie greeted him brightly, sitting on the bed. Beside her, Aerith smiled quietly and looked at Sora with her blue eyes that seemed to peer into the truth of everything, deep. But she said nothing. Aerith, did you forget me too? Sora asked her uneasily. I don't know whether to say nice to meet you or good to see you again. I don't think I know you, but I still feel like you belong here, said Aerith. My heart says... We've met before, but I don't remember you, Sora. Yeah, exactly. Like we've never met, but it still doesn't feel weird that I know your name. Yuffie struggled and grinned. 
with her white teeth gleaming. Like we belong here, Goofy cocked his head. Right, like you're familiar somehow. I mean, how can I put it? Like we met somewhere a long time ago. Or maybe not, said Yuffie. But we took on the Heartless together and everything, Sora insisted. Leon folded his arms and sighed. It feels like you're right, but I can't remember. He slowly shook his head. Then I guess you won't remember what you told me, Sora mumbled. In Hollow Bastion, when I sealed the keyhole, you said... Donald picked up the cue. We may never meet again, but we will never forget each other. Leon found himself saying, You do remember, Donald jumped. You're right, Leon. I remember you saying that too. And then I told Sora, I couldn't forget you even if I wanted to, didn't I? Yuffie tilted her head back at him, uncertain of her own memories. I guess we can't write it off as a coincidence then, Leon frowned in concentration. Everyone had that memory, but they couldn't remember meeting these visitors. What could it mean? Yes, our hearts remember. That's it. We feel the memories in your heart, Sora. Aerith stood and stepped closer to him and gently took his face in her hands, looking into his eyes. Sora's heart, Donald said blankly. We don't know you, Sora, said Aerith, but your heart is full of memories of us together. Gorsh, what's that mean? Goofy wondered. Sora's memories must resonate in our hearts, too. Maybe they tell us things we couldn't otherwise know. So you're saying Sora's memories are affecting ours, Leon asked. Aerith turned to him, smiling a little. His memories do have... A certain power. My memories, thought Sora. Maybe it's like that guy said then. The town is just an illusion. Something my memories created. He frowned, sinking into thought. Aerith turned back to him. And there's something special to you in this town. She spoke as if she knew everything. How did you know what he said, Donald demanded. But Sora just nodded. Oh, I get it. Huh? What do you get, Sora? My memories are resonating in her heart, telling her what happened. Sora felt like it made sense somehow to him. What's that mean? I don't know. Both Donald and Goofy tilted their heads in confusion. Hmm. I can't really explain it very well, but... It's like you said, Sora told Aerith. A friend of mine is somewhere in this town. I mean, in Castle Oblivion. Huh? Castle Oblivion? Yuffie jumped up from the bed. What's that? There aren't any castles around here. That's not quite what I mean. Um, it's... Well, he had serious doubts in his ability to explain it in a way that made enough sense. If that line doesn't explain Kingdom Hearts, nothing will. You're still not sure what's going on yourself, Aerith spoke up, seeing Sora at such a loss. Right? Right. We just got here, after all, said Sora. I want to take a better look around and find out if this really is the Traverse Town we know. Donald and Goofy chimed in. Yeah, same here. Me too. Well, this hasn't begun to make sense yet. But go have a walk around town, said Leon. There are heartless, but that's no problem for you. So you know I can fight, Sora said, quite self-assured. Leon snorted. I can't say I know, but I feel like believing you. Let's leave it at that. Hey, don't be such a stranger, Leon, Sora grinned at him. Should I knock you around with the gunblade again to make sure? Said Leon. You can hold off on that. Come on, Donald. Goofy. Let's go. Laughing, Sora dashed out of the hotel room. 
The trio walked across the second district square. So you were saying this town is an illusion your memories created, right? Goofy asked from behind Sora. What's that mean? I told Aerith too, I don't really know. It just seems like this world is connected to my memories somehow. But it can't be an illusion, Donald shouted, baffled. We're standing right in it. Gee, what about me and Donald, said Goofy. Are we from your memories too? And that's heavy, man. That's some fucking existentialism right there. Huh? Um, I don't really know. Sora looked down. If the town really was an illusion made out of his memories, then how could he tell the difference between the parts that were illusion and the parts that weren't? This is way better than the first book. I gotta tell you, this is much better. I'm glad that I'm, we're starting with this one, if this podcast sticks around. What if the Donald and Goofy next to him were just illusions? Where were the real Donald and Goofy? This doesn't make a whole lot of sense, Goofy folded his arms. But just as he did, Donald jumped up, heartless. Several of them appeared in the middle of the open square. All right, here we go, cried Sora. But we're all weak now, Donald said uncertainly, tightly gripping his wand, which wouldn't make anything now but tiny little flames. He exchanged glances with Goofy, who looked nervous too. What are you talking about? We've just gone back to how we were when we met, right? Oh, right, I get it. Goofy's smile returned. Let's go. The trio rushed into the swarm of Heartless. They ran for the door to the third district. Sora leaned up against it, catching his breath. Doesn't it feel like we got a lot stronger just from that? Yeah, I can use Blizzard now. Laughing, Donald waved his wand around. Ice crystals stuck on the end sparkled. It's like the strength we lost is coming back. Little by little, Goofy said brightly. If they had just been booted back to the beginning, there wasn't any reason to get discouraged. All they had to do was keep going forward, and they would get stronger again. Aww. Sora held the keyblade in both hands above his head and stretched. Huh? Donald exclaimed, as he was about to waddle into the third district. What's the matter? said Goofy. It's Sid. Donald ran toward him. He had a belly band over a white t-shirt and goggles pushed up to his hair, just the same as the Sid they remembered. Sid. Sora followed Donald. Hey, what do you know? It's Sora. Then Sid paused and scratched his head. Hmm? Sora? I've never met you before, but you look like a Sora. What's with the spiky hair and baggy pants? It's okay, Sid. That's my name. Even if the Sid they were seeing wasn't the real one, just the Sid from Sora's memories, it still felt nice to be greeted by a friend. Well, uh, what do you guys need? asked Sid. A friend of mine's supposed to be somewhere in this castle, er, in this town, said Sora. Got any ideas? Sid tilted his head, thinking. Your friend, huh? Lately... All this town sees is heartless. Can't take two steps without getting ambushed. In fact, the plaza's the worst. The worst how, said Goofy. Sid looked up at the bell tower that rose from the gizmo shop in the second district. Word is, a jumbo-sized heartless shows up when that bell rings. Huh. I wonder if it could be... Sora looked at Donald and Goofy. They had fought a huge heartless in this very square. And that was... If you value your hide... You'll get out of here while the getting's good. With that, Sid left the square. Gorsh, maybe we should leave too, said Goofy, stepping backward. But don't you want to see what shows up, said Sora? No, we don't, Donald snapped. Then we're all remembering that the thing that had appeared before. It was a heartless, like an enormous suit of armor, with hands and feet that came off to whirl all around, the guard armor. Suddenly the bell rang. Donald jumped. The bell... Come on, let's get out of here. 
and with a terrible rumble, something fell out of the sky. The guard armor, just as they had suspected. There it is. Run. Donald was trying to escape, but Sora caught him. We'll be fine. When we faced that thing, that was the first time we'd ever fought together. But we worked together and beat it. Sora set his shoulders, not scared at all. But I don't have all my magic. You couldn't use very strong magic back then, though, right? They spoke over the clanging sound of huge metal footsteps as the guard armor stomped closer to them. Yeah, but Donald looked like he still wanted a way out of the battle. I'm gonna fight, Donald. Goofy, back then we didn't know each other too well. But we sure do now, said Goofy. We know how to fight together. We still got that. So there's no way we can't be stronger than we were. And maybe we won't be able to beat it without your magic. Sora looked into Donald's face, grinning. Alright, fine. That's the spirit. Sora turned and leaped at the guard armor, which was already close enough to hit. Donald and Goofy did the same. Ha! Sora sprang up higher. He wasn't as strong as he remembered being, but he could jump just as well. He still got mad ups. The guard armor's hands waved back and forth, attacking, and he swung the keyblade at them. Fire! Donald hit with magic, and Goofy rushed in with his shield. Just like before, they were fighting as one. First they took out the guard armor's right arm, then its left, then its feet, one after another, and finally the torso. Almost as if they enjoyed it, they faced off against the Heartless dozens of times their size. This is it! Sora jumped even higher than before. He felt the impact on the keyblade. There! The guard armor fell like a puppet with the string cut and lay still, then turned to light and disappeared. Huh. The door to the wizard Merlin's house in the 3rd district wouldn't open. What's with this thing? Donald pushed and pulled, and the door stayed tightly closed. Did you find your friend? The voice that hailed them was Leon again. Uh, hey Leon, what's through here? Asked Goofy, a little confused. Through there? I don't think you can go through there. But there's a door. What? It disappeared. Donald tapped the bare wall with his wand. He'd just been trying to throw his weight against it, but there was no door. Only a brick wall. What's going on? Sora cocked his head and turned to see Leon and Yuffie, as well as Aerith and Sid. Hey, guys. So your friend wasn't here, huh? Said Yuffie, a little apologetically. No, I don't think I'll find him in this town. But he's somewhere in the castle, Sora replied, determined. I just know it. Riku was here somewhere. Sora was sure of it. Castle? Sid folded his arms. Like this whole town's inside some humongous castle? Whew, that's rich. You must not be able to understand it, Sid, said Leon. But Sora and his friends do. They can see that reality is bigger than just this world. I wish I was that sure, Sora mumbled. He was starting to get less certain of what was illusion and what was real. A door disappearing right in front of his face? What could that mean? You'll be okay, Sora, Leon told him firmly. No matter what shape reality takes, you can handle it. Yuffie grinned at him. Take care, Sora. I'm a little lost, but... Best of luck anyway, said Sid. Oh wait, how do we leave this town, Sora asked. Well, Leon and the other Traverse Town citizens looked up at one another uncertain. There's a door, right over there. Aerith pointed to the corner of the 3rd District Square. Huh? Sora looked at the wall. Or it had only been a wall. Now there was a door. What's going on? Aerith quietly shook her head. Whatever, we can get somewhere else through there. Come on, Sora, hurry up. Donald ran through the door as if he couldn't stand still a moment longer. Hey, wait, Goofy went after him. Um, but, hesitating, Sora was about to follow them anyway, but Aerith called to him. Sora, wait. He turned back to her. I don't have all the answers, but 
But I had to tell you something. She looked terribly sad somehow. Aerith, what's wrong? Your memories created this town, right? That's what the guy who gave me the card said. If the man in the hooded cloak was right, everything in this world was an illusion. If that's true, said Aerith, then this town is just a figment of your mind. And so are we. But you can't be a figment, Zora exclaimed. You're standing right here. The town is here too. Even if this place is made out of his memories, he just couldn't believe that. But I'm not really me, she went on. I don't remember the things I should, and I sense things I shouldn't. Things you shouldn't know, Sora frowned, thinking hard. How did Aerith know the things she had no way of knowing? Because she had some kind of special power, or... Sora, beware your memories. She pronounced the words slowly, giving them weight. Beware your memories. Beware how. In the journey to come, you'll be faced with more illusions. The shadows of your memory might deceive you, try to lead you astray. Sora could only blink at her. This wasn't making much sense. The shadow of my memory. So, uh, what exactly does that mean, he asked firmly. I'm sorry. I'm just another illusion. The truth is out of my reach. Aerith looked down discontently. Don't say stuff like that, Sora blurted. It's depressing. Leon and, and Yuffie and Aerith and Sid were all just illusions. He didn't want to think about it. Stay strong, Sora. Don't let the illusions distract you from what's truly important. At that, Sora stood up taller and nodded. Sora! Donald was yelling it for him from over by the door. Maybe we ought to get going, Goofy added. Yeah, I'll be right there, Sora replied, and then turned to Aerith again. Well, I'd better go, Aerith. She wasn't there at all. He looked around frantically. Just what's going on? Sora, what's the matter? We're gonna go without you, Donald shouted. Aerith's gone, but I was just talking to her, and Leon, and Yuffie, and Sid, too. They were all right here. I thought we'd get to say goodbye to them. What are you talking about? There wasn't anybody here, said Donald, sounding exasperated. Huh? We were getting worried. You were just standing there all by yourself, Goofy peered into Sora's face anxiously. Illusions, Sora mumbled. Heading for the door again, Donald stopped to look at him. Did you say something, Sora? Nah, it's nothing. Let's go. And the trio went through the door that hadn't been there before, leaving Traverse Town behind. Holy shit. That's a good first chapter. Holy fuck. Yeah, that was great. Oh my god. Way better reading it out loud. Like, way, way, way better. Wow. I love this show. I actually do. I love this show. I hate reading because I hate the silence. And I don't like being alone with my own thoughts, and I don't like the quiet. So, reading has always been hard for me. I like reading, I like stories. But reading is difficult because I have to be in the silence, you know? So this is a good show for this, because this, this will force me to read. I'll be able to actually finish this story on time. It's a lot shorter than I thought, so maybe I'll actually get it done. Let me see, where are we at? We're at... This is going to be chapter two. Let me look at the table of contents. Chain of Memories is split into three parts. Sora's Story Part 1, which is five chapters. Sora's Story Part 2, which is 11 chapters. And then there's two, like, side stories. And then Riku's Story, which is uh, eight chapters. I think we'll finish, hopefully, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. 13 chapters? I can do that. 
what day is it? It's the 9th. 13 days from now is... 22... It's the 22nd. That's actually doable. Um, let me see. What, when, when is the 22nd? Is that when the video is supposed to be out? Hmm. Okay, that gives me a whole extra week of filler time. Because it doesn't have to come out till the 30th. So yeah. Um, I like this. Um, yeah. This is a great show. So I guess I'm making this for the next month. Um, I might release it with the video. We'll see if I like doing this, if this is worth it. I think the way this show is going to go is I'm going to come in, say my little intro, play a song, and then uh, it'll be 30 minutes of me reading the first half of the chapter, and then 30 minutes of me reading the second half. And I'll take a break to absorb the first half and to come back later and basically just not force myself to read for a whole hour straight. If I get really enthralled, maybe I'll go longer. But I don't want to blow up my voice because I got to stream, I got to record podcasts, I got to record videos. So this is great, though. I love this. I might do this forever. I already have like three books planned to read. So this book is going to take me a year, though, because it's 1,200 pages. So if you don't like Kingdom Hearts, sorry. Come back in a year. But I recommend it because Kingdom Hearts is one of the trippiest stories ever. And I love it. And I know it. And I got to say, Chain of Memories, thousand times better than the first book. Because I bought this book. It's a collection of Kingdom Hearts stories. It's it's 13 books, um, just like Organization 13. Kingdom Hearts loves the number 13. So it's 13 books, and then uh, the first book is Kingdom Hearts 1, which is the worst game, in my opinion, because it was just figuring shit out. It was setting the groundwork. And I also think it's a really shitty book, because it doesn't take too many liberties. It's literally just the plot of the game, and it sucks. But Chain of Memories has more going on because everybody always skips the dialogue in Chain of Memories. And the dialogue is really fucking good in this book, even though it's like straight from the game. So I had a lot of fun with this one. Um, I should probably mention what this is all for in the later episodes. I'll do it in the beginning. But this Kingdom Hearts series, the reason I'm listening to this book, the reason I'm, I mean, reading this whole book is that I'm trying to find evidence proving either way whether or not... So Riku is a real thing. So Riku is this, this theory that Sora and Riku, the main two male characters of the story, are both uh, basically allegories for gay characters, and that they're both into each other, and the story is about friendships of three people as they develop, as they get older. Uh, and some people believe, myself sometimes included, that Sora and Riku are romantically into each other. And there's no true evidence either way. Most people say that we're wrong and we're just seeing things and we're, we're looking into nothing. But that's really just straight bullshit. There is some gay subtext in this stuff. And it could be queer baiting. It could be all in our heads. It could just be misinterpretations of Japanese culture. But the game has been mistranslated in certain spots or translated not as good as it could be in some places. And in some areas, it can't be translated properly because there's no English equivalent to the deeper meaning that they're trying to show. So my goal here in this season, I guess, of this podcast, if I'm going to call it that, in my video, I described it as I am a, on a gay crusade. I'm a, I'm a knight and I'm on my way. I'm searching for the Holy Grail. I'm searching for Sora and Riku's gay thoughts in this book. Because in books, there are thoughts and there's no way that they would heavily censor this book. It just seems like it could get through the censors. Also, the person who wrote this is, like, fucking 
I think they're a So Riku fan. The way they describe Riku is almost a little creepy. I mean, these are younger characters. Like, they're like 15 or some shit, or 14. Like, they, they eventually become, like, adults, but this is just the, you know, trying to find a true fact whether or not these characters are into each other or not. Not about some sick thrill or some shit. When I was their age, I connected to it that way. But as an adult, I just want to know whether or not young me was right or whether or not I was just pretending. And that's the best I got. So, are they gay? I don't know. Riku is definitely gay. I don't give a shit if I don't find any gay thoughts. Riku's gay. But Sora, I don't know. Sora and Kairi are clearly supposed to be together. But we'll see as we read on. I also just want to experience the story for real and to truly understand it because it is a very beautiful story that's very deep and has a lot of shit to talk about in each of these books. This is all about, like, memory and the connection to other people. And there's some crazy ones in this one. Like, I can't wait till we get fucking uh, coded, which is basically this again, except instead of memories, it's like AI consciousness. It's crazy. The amount of shit that goes down in this series is insane. So I hope you join me on my epic quest to find the gay thoughts in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, that's my little side quest. The main quest in this is just to show you this awesome story. Which is why I'm not doing dumb voices for Donald and Goofy. Because I feel like them being Donald and Goofy makes people not like the story as much. Because of all the Disney bullshit that's injected in. But I actually really like Donald and Goofy as characters. The way they're written. It's a really good dynamic. And as quirky and wacky as the story is. Being, you know, Disney worlds and whatnot. It's incredibly deep. Like, deeper than any other story I've ever seen. I mean, I don't... I don't know how you could have conversations about, you know, AI consciousness, the concept of memory, whether or not evil and good are, are a thing. I don't think you could have that in a non-deep story. So we'll see where it all goes. I know I'm going to be crying at some point because uh, 358 over 2 is very fucking sad. Um, personally, I really like Dream Drop Distance and I really hope that they didn't heavily censor it. And uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 is epic as fuck. Like, every single story is completed. Birth by Sleep is amazing. So, who knows? And there's 13 of these things. And we just finished one chapter. So, I think this series is probably going to have, like, 100 episodes or something. It's going to be crazy. I still don't know how I'm going to release this. My guess is I'll release them in bulk, maybe? Or they'll come out every day. I don't know. I'm going to get a backlog first. When my video comes out, I'll release all these as their, like, their own podcast, maybe. But I like this, and I think this could be fun for people listening at home. It could be a good, you know, not-pay-attention podcast where you just kind of leave it on in the background. It's just background noise. Or a uh, sleepy-time podcast. But I'm going to try to get better at reading, at acting, so I think it'll be good. I'm not going to play Donald and Goofy as they are in the games. I'm going to play them more accurate to who they really are without the stupid filter of Disney, you know, comedy. Goofy is a dad and he's, you know, he's the moral compass and he's the one that's actually in charge of all this shit and keeping everything together. And Donald is your loud, annoying asshole that you have to deal with. And I think that I'm going to play them that way. And Sora is happy-go-lucky and um, optimistic. But also there's a sadness deep in his soul. A true sadness. And he, the way that depression was in there, like, of course. Sora's dealing with some stuff. Um, but yeah. So, I'll see you next time. 
I gotta go to sleep. I just stayed awake way too late reading this. I lost track of time. I love this. This is how I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna try to read it every day or every other day maybe. We'll see if I'm up to the challenge. The goal is to get a book done a month, but this is the first official one after the first episode. Like, this is the book that I actually enjoy. I didn't like the first one that much. It was... I already knew everything that was happening, and it's just the movies again. All the other ones play with it and change shit up, but when it's just the movie, it's garbage. So, anyway. Thanks for listening. Uh, read out loud if you don't like reading. It really helps. I might not even release this. I might just record this just for funsies. Anyway. Thanks for listening. Bye.